All right, we're back. Welcome to episode 11 of The Value Vault. Standard protocol, those who are new, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for listening to this. I love you. Thank you for choosing to spend your time. For one, listening to my podcast, but for two, actually just listening to anything to do with personal development. It's major. You are quite literally putting yourself into the top 1% category just by listening to this. So... Number one, recognize yourself. Number two, I'm recognizing yourself. Number three, thank you very much. And for those of you who are already listening to all of the other previous podcasts and following me on social media, the extension of love and gratitude goes out to you as well. I really do appreciate you. Thank you. And thank you for continuing to share the, the podcast as well. I'm getting a lot more people ask me questions about it, telling me they're listening to it. And it's it's incredible. I'm seeing so many people sharing it on social media. And just knowing that this is getting shared and people are gaining value, that gives me life. So thank you for that. Now, what I want to set an intention with talking about on the episode today, it's it's all about mindset and quite literally how much the way that we feel, the way that we think sets up the deer. It will literally dictate whether or not we have, quote unquote, a good deer or quote unquote, a bad deer. Now, it comes to me because I've actually had a really good day to day. And it's something which I am becoming more observant and mindful about. I'm being more intentional with having a good day. Now, before I start again into personal development, before my awareness of the mind, our thoughts, feelings, and actions, and how much they influence the experience that we have in life, the results that we get, you know, before all of that awareness, I used to just go through life unconsciously incompetent and consciously incompetent <laughs> so whether i was conscious or unconscious i was incapable and incompetent of actually getting things going in a good way <laughs> i just was now when i actually decided to start studying and engaging in personal development and gaining this awareness and understanding that okay i actually do have a level of control over the quality of the life that i get to live i actually do and that was something which I was so oblivious to. And you might actually be oblivious to it as well. I used to just go through life and just seeing that everything was just fear and everything was destiny and just whatever will be, will be. And I don't have any control over what will be. Now, I still adopt the mindset of whatever will be, will be. That is just to gain peace and acceptance over what is. However, I used to see that without knowing that I could actually influence what will be how the thoughts and the feelings and the actions and the behavior and the things that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis is ultimately deciding and creating what is and what will be. Now, as I was mentioning, it is something which I am becoming more mindful of on a day-to-day basis. And I think this is really where true power and control comes in when we do decide to do this in our life. Because the moment we begin to understand that the way that we think the thoughts that we think affects the feelings that we feel, which ultimately dictate the actions that we take. And then that then, as an end result, creates the experience. It creates the result that creates what we know as our life. Now, if we're going about on a day-to-day basis, think of thoughts of a negative nature, think of thoughts of something which we don't want, a scenario that we don't want to have happen, something which has annoyed us, a person which is annoying us, you know, something of a negative nature, that then sets up a vibration, it sets up a feeling which is negative. 
because the feelings are always in harmony with the thought. Now, if we're feeling negative during the day or at any point, then ultimately what we'll actually find is our behavior will then be in harmony with the feelings, which will then create more results, more experiences. We'll attract more people, circumstances and events and situations and conversations, which ultimately create more of the feeling that we're feeling. And we'll just find that if ever we're feeling negative, that nothing ever seems to go our way. Nothing ever seems to go our way. So we think anyways. And it just seems like the world's against us. Nothing's going right. And you're getting more and more pissed off. You're feeling more of that same emotion because you're thinking more of those thoughts and then you're feeling more of those emotions and you behave in the same way and you get the same results. And it's a cycle. Now, one of the things that I am becoming mindful of because of the understanding that I am getting is that I am the creator of my reality. The mind is the creator of the reality that I am living and I am the observer. That there is why when I finish off every podcast, I see it, your mind is a creator, you are the observer, and your life can change in an instant the moment that you decide to change. That isn't just a nice little sling on words, it's a little outro, it's fact. The mind creates. The mind creates. The world without is a reflection of the world within. The world inside of you, if that is chaotic, if your feelings and thoughts are chaotic, then what you will find is your outer objective experience will also be chaotic. It's harmonious. Whatever's happening on the outside, you are in harmony with it, whether it's good, whether it's bad. It's, it just is. It's just in harmony. It's not good and it's not bad. It's just a reflection of what's going on in the inner world. Now, if on the inner world it is chaotic, if we're thinking thoughts of a negative nature, if our feelings are like an emotional roller coaster, then what we'll find is we will be a car crash. If our thoughts and feelings are like a car crash, then the outer reality in which we are living and experiencing will also be a car crash. It will be chaotic. To break it down as to how that works out, your thoughts affect your feelings. Your feelings affect your behavior in the actions. And ultimately, the actions that we take on a day-to-day basis with consistency determine the results that we get. That's the cycle of creation. The thought creates the feeling. Feeling creates the action. The action creates the result. That is the cycle of creation. Now, our thoughts, feelings, and actions are commonly referred to as a personality. How you think, act, and feel collectively, ultimately, are creating a personality. Now, your personality creates your personal reality. Your personality creates your personal reality. Now, as I was mentioning, this is something which I am becoming more mindful of. So I know that if my inner world is chaotic, if I feel down, if I'm thinking thoughts of a negative nature, I understand, I have the awareness that this way of being isn't serving me in any way, shape, or form. It isn't serving me in any way, shape, or form. Me thinking negative, feeling negative, and just behaving negative. Non-productive. I know that that doesn't serve me because it's going to create a result which isn't going to serve me. So how do we 
go about our life and start consciously creating? How do we become consciously competent? That is the first step of the scale. We have something known as conscious incompetence and unconscious incompetence. That means on a conscious level, when we are consciously operating this meat suit, we are incompetent. We are unable to get the results that we desire. We're unable to feel good. We're unable to be productive. Consciously, we're incompetent. Unconscious incompetence is where unconsciously, habitually, which is 95% of our behavior, that's the ability to do something without really thinking about doing it, like tying your shoes or putting your trousers on or brushing your teeth, just things which you just don't need to even think about doing it, just do it. Breathing is an example of that. That means unconsciously, we're also incompetent. So consciously and unconsciously, we're on a path which is creating the results and the life, the circumstances, the relationships that aren't serving us, that we aren't really truly satisfied with. On the opposite end of the scale, we've got conscious competence and unconscious competence. That means on a conscious level, we can actually make decisions and choices which set us up for success, which help us feel positive. But we consciously know that by doing this thing, that's going to give me that result. And we do it and we get the result. That's conscious competence. And then you've got unconscious competence, whereby you rehearse the conscious competence so many times. You do that thing over and over and over and over again. You now become unconsciously competent, meaning without you even needing to think about it, you just get up and go, and you getting up and going is getting the result. The only way to get unconsciously incompetent and unconsciously competent is by doing the thing consciously so many times it becomes a habit because that's all a habit is. It's the ability to do something without needing to give it any conscious thought to do. You just do it, but you only get to that point by consciously doing it over and over and over and over and over again. Try brushing your teeth with the other hand. First part of call is going to feel weird. You, you are really going to need to think about it because consciously you will be incompetent at brushing your teeth with the other hand. And because you're consciously incompetent, you will also unconsciously be incompetent. Because if you didn't need to think about it, by default, you would automatically put your hand, you would, all, you would automatically put the toothbrush in your most dominant hand that you usually brush your teeth with. That's just your default option. I put my toothbrush in my left hand because I've done it that many times. That is my unconscious way of doing that thing. It's putting it in my left hand. If I'm not going to brush my teeth with my right hand, I now need to understand unconsciously I'm incompetent at doing it because I'm not just going to by default do that. And also consciously I'll be incompetent because I've never done it before. I'm going to really need to think about it and it's going to be a task. It's going to look ugly, right? But the more that I consciously choose to brush my teeth with my right hand and do it over and over and over and over and over again, eventually I'm going to become consciously competent. I'm going to start getting okay and natural at doing it. And then at that stage with enough repetition on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm then going to become unconsciously competent because I'll have done it that many times. It will actually feel more natural doing it with my right hand. I'll have made it a habit of choosing to put my toothbrush in the right hand. Now, brushing your teeth with the right hand can be a metaphor for you choosing to get up when the alarm goes off and go out for a run. Or having those difficult conversations 
or going to the gym or going on the diet or starting the business. And when you start the business, you do the daily actions within the business on a day-to-day basis. Brushing the teeth is just a metaphor. Let's just allow that metaphor to represent something which is positive. Something which you know, if you do, can get you a certain result that you want to get. So the first protocol is getting clarity on the result that you want to get. Second protocol is do the daily actions to get the result. But understanding that you are going to be shit when you first do it. It's probably going to be ugly and messy when you first do it. Why? Because consciously, you're incompetent. Unconsciously, you're incompetent. And that is okay. That is a part of the journey. That is a part of the process of doing anything. It's the ability to have the persistence and the grit and the determination and the resilience and the vision to continue to move forward, to gain conscious confidence, to understand, okay, this is actually what I do. Right now, in this example, I want this to reflect back to my initial message of the podcast of gaining conscious confidence of yourself, of your mind, of your thoughts, of your feelings, of your actions, right? Because if you've just been thinking thoughts of a negative nature so many times, consciously you will be incompetent at thinking dominant positive thoughts. And because consciously you're incompetent of doing it, unconsciously you're incompetent. Meaning consciously and unconsciously, you're thinking thoughts and feeling feelings and behaving in a certain way which isn't serving in any way, shape or form. And the moment that you sit back, reflect, gain awareness of, okay, how have I actually been operating? What is the most dominant thought in my mind? What is the most dominant story that I'm telling myself about myself and about my life? What is my emotional home? What's the feelings that I'm feeling most of the time? And how am I actually behaving on a day-to-day basis? Am I behaving in a way which is actually serving me, that's getting me to where I want to be? And what's the results that I've got? What is the life that I am actually living? Once we get this complete bird's-eye view analysis of how we've been operating in the life that we are living, we then get to ask ourselves a simple question. Am I competent in getting to where I want to be, having the results that I want to have, and ultimately becoming the person who I want to be. Am I competent in doing that? Have I been? And it's about having the humility. It's about having the humility to be able to look at it and go, shit, I'm not. But not beating yourself up about it and not thinking that that's the end of the world because that could be changed the moment you decide to change. But it's just about getting that awareness. And when you do get to that realization of thinking, you know what, I can actually become better. I can be doing better. I want to, only if you want to. That's then when you get to embark on the journey of becoming consciously competent. That's when you're then able to embark on that path and on that journey of self-elevation of becoming a better version of yourself to ultimately create a better version of your reality, of your life, of your experience. Here's the thing with that. When you decide to do things you've never done, which is thinking thoughts of a positive nature with conscious thought of catching the old negative thought, allowing your feelings to be your guide, 
of going, okay, this is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling a little bit angry or frustrated or stressed. Great. What story am I telling myself? What am I actually thinking of in this moment of time? And you might not be consciously aware of the thought. It might be unconscious. You might have rehearsed that thought so many times it now becomes unconscious where you will just think it without realizing you're thinking it. You'll be running a story like a playback loop in your mind, either about yourself or about your life or about an event or an experience of a negative nature, which is ultimately manifesting a negative feeling. In that moment, allow your feelings to be what they are, which is truly just feedback. It's a guide. It's an indication that you need to course correct. Either your perception, the way that you're viewing something, the story that you're telling yourself, or your behavior, the way that you're actually behaving. Now, when you do decide to get that awareness, and go, okay, I'm thinking about something which I don't want. What do I want? And you decide to flip the script and focus on what you want, right? Whether that is in terms of the thought realm or whether that is in the behavior aspect of things, whether that is getting up when the alarm goes off, going to the gym, doing the breath work, having a cold shower, going on the diet, starting the business, doing the actions within the business, whatever it is, if it's a new thing, right? There is a thing and a process known as cognitive dissonance. So the whole transition of becoming consciously and unconsciously incompetent to consciously and, consciously and unconsciously competent in creating the life that you really want. The transition to go from incompetence to competence is called cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance now cognitive dissonance is the reason why choosing to better yourself and the quality of your life can be extremely challenging and uncomfortable because i'm not just going to blow smoke up your ass and fill you full of lies and see that it's all sunshine and rainbows this whole transition because it isn't it is a lot of the time but it is also ugly it is also uncomfortable but it is also a part of the journey. And ultimately, more than anything, because it's ugly and because it's uncomfortable, it gives you far more greater appreciation for when you do make it on the other side. Because without the lows, you would never truly appreciate the highs, right? It's the yin and yang. In the moment, it's hard to say that and understand that. But when you went through it, you will see it. Now, it's not just a destination where you get there. Now, you never have to feel that again. It's a journey. There'll always be another thing. But really understand that when you do decide to go through the journey of change and bettering yourself and the quality of your life, it will be ugly, it will be uncomfortable, but it's beautiful and it is 100% worth it. Now, I want to help you understand what cognitive dissonance is like in an actual experience. So that you can really understand what it's like when you do decide to consciously gain confidence and consciously choose to think, feel and act in a way which actually better serves you which makes you feel good, which gets you the results that you want. So for this example, wherever you are, whether you're in a car, if you're in a car, pull over. If you're in the gym, doesn't matter, do it. If you're on a train, doesn't matter, do it. If you are walking, doesn't matter, do it. Put the phone down if you've got a hold of the phone in your hand or put it in your pocket, right? And what I really want you to do is just cross your arms. Just cross your arms. Right, thank you. First question. Did you need to think about how you were going to 
cross your arms. Did you need to think, okay, I need to get my left hand, I need to lift up my right arm, I need to put it underneath my right armpit and then bring my right arm under my left arm and put it underneath my left armpit. Did you need to think about that or did you just do it? Yeah, you just done it, didn't you? Yep. Second question, how does that actually feel? Just feels normal, right? Feels comfortable. Feels just, yeah, just is just normal, comfortable. Now, I want that to represent that you have been, the way that you have been doing life up until this point. I want that to represent thoughts, the feelings and the actions that you've been doing on a day-to-day -day basis up until this point. That represents the way that you were crossing your arms right now. Because crossing your arms like that is an action. It's a decision, right? And it's also a feeling. That represents the way that you've been doing life right now. Let's see that that is also a representation of you being consciously and unconsciously incompetent. Because I want this representation and this example to represent you operating in a way which doesn't serve you. It isn't making you feel good. It isn't getting you the results that you want. The way that you were crossing your arms represents that. You don't need to think about how to do it and it feels comfortable doing it. Now, cross your arms the other way. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, you might, you still might not actually be able to do it right now. And you're probably laughing at yourself if you can't actually do it. I know for a fact it is. Now, if you have managed to do it, you might have actually given up. But if you have managed to do it, first question, did you then need to think about how you were actually crossing your arms compared to the first time? The first time around when I was describing, I need to take my left hand and put it underneath my right armpit. You probably needed to give yourself that level of instruction and thinking, we there, what? This needs to go under there. You did, didn't you? You did. So question number one, did you need to think about how you were going to do that thing? Yes, you did. Quite significantly compared to the first time around. Second question, how does that feel? It, <laughs> it feels weird, doesn't it? It feels extremely uncomfortable. It feels like it shouldn't even be there. Right? I want that to represent you choosing to operate, think, act, and feel in a different way. In a way in which you know that if you do it over and over again, it's going to get you the results that you want. It is going to serve you. That represents getting up when the alarm goes off, having the cold shower, starting a diet, starting the business, starting the gym, doing the actions within the business, having the difficult conversations, ultimately thinking, acting, and feeling in a way which is going to eventually make you feel good as a result. That, crossing your arms the other way, is known as cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is where you try and do an action or think a thought or feel a feeling which you haven't got neural pathways developed strong enough to just do it, right? Allow me to explain more deeply. The more you rehearse a thought, feeling, or action, the more neural pathways you are going to build up and develop in the brain. And the more repetition you do of those things, the more you do those things often, and as many times as you can during the day, whether it be a thought, feeling, or an action, 
the stronger the neural pathway will become. So that when you decide to do the thing, whether that is think that thought, tell yourself that story, fail that feeling, or do that action, when you decide to do it, you're going to have a lot of ease in doing it. It's going to be very, very easy to do because the pathways in which the brain will send the signal to your nervous system to carry out the action, they're going to be so strong and so developed, it's going to be easier to send the message, meaning it's going to be easier for you to just do it, right? The stronger the neural pathway, the easier it is to do the thing. When you're trying to do something you've never done, you haven't got the neural pathways developed, so it isn't as natural and instinctive and easy and comfortable to do the thing because you're going against the pattern in the brain. You want to gain some neural pathways and your brain's going to create a fight with that. It's going to be like, what are you actually doing, baby? Why are you crossing your arms this way? Why are you doing that? This is just wrong. It, it, it's wrong. Now, crossing your arms the other way isn't universal. The way that you find it uncomfortable crossing your arms, that's not a universal thing to see that everybody who crosses their arms that way feels that level of discomfort that you feel. The way that you cross on your the way that you cross your arms and the way that you do it, which makes you feel comfortable, that might be uncomfortable for me to do. And the way that I find comfortable, you might find uncomfortable to do. So that isn't to say that everybody who gets up when the alarm goes off and has the cold shower and goes in the gym and does the diet and has the business, that's not to say that they find it uncomfortable like you find it. To them, that might be easy. To them, chilling out, scrolling on social media, watching Netflix all the time, watching porn all the time, eating the shitty foods and just keeping everything bottled in, that might be extremely uncomfortable for them to do because they aren't used to doing that. Whatever you were used to doing, your brain attaches comfort to it. It also attaches safety to it because it's known, it's familiar. And that's how the brain identifies something which is safe and unsafe to us. So if it's unsafe, meaning if it's unfamiliar, the brain tries to alert us because it thinks we're in danger and it wants to protect us and it wants us ready for danger, right? Now, you aren't going to die and you aren't in danger of starting a diet, right? You're not going to get attacked when the alarm goes off, right? But to your brain, it's uncomfortable, it's unknown, it's unfamiliar, and that poses a potential threat to you according to the brain. And that's why it's uncomfortable. That's why it's weird, right? But... That isn't to say that it's always going to be like that because it won't. You've just got to commit to the process and the journey of becoming consciously and unconsciously confident, allowing the journey that you will embark on to be committed to to its fullest degree so that you make it automatic, that you make it habitual for you to do that thing so that you form the neural pathways to make it easy to do that thing and just so natural to do it. But you're only going to get there by consciously choosing to do it and doing that over and over and over again to the point it becomes habitual, to the point it becomes automatic. You just do it. So from the podcast that I recorded last, when I talk about just doing the thing and the magic that you are really wanting in life is in the work that you were avoiding doing. It's truth. And you aren't always going to feel ready and motivated and inspired 
to do the thing. But you must do that thing anyway, because that thing is what's going to get you the result. What's the result for you? Why do you want to do it? That's the first step. Get the clarity as to the result that you want. Gain the awareness and understanding as to why you want that thing. Then find out what daily actions do you need to do to manifest the result and do the thing. Regardless of how you feel, just do it. Anger into the reason why. Get clarity on the vision and do the thing. Consciously go about creating the life that you want to live. Consciously go about making a deal a good deal. Understanding that your thoughts affect your feelings, which affect your actions, which affect your results. Allow yourself to do the things on a day-to-day -day basis, which you know when you do makes you feel good. And try to fizzle out the things which when you do them, you know makes you feel bad. And the more you swap those things and consciously choose to do things on a day-to-day -day basis, which you know makes you feel good, that is when your life is going to transform. Because you attract what you're in harmony with. If you're feeling good, you're going to attract the people, circumstances, situations, and events, which allow you to feel more of that feeling. And truly, that's all we're really after. So please, make the declaration, make the decision to go after the life that you want, to become the person you want to become, and consciously create and choose to experience more of what it is you want to experience. So I hope you found value in that. And I really want you to understand, like I said, as I explained in the middle, your mind is the creator. You, your mind is the creator and you are the observer of your creation. You are the observer and your life can change in an instant the moment that you decide to change. Peace out. Big love. See you in the next episode.